So, thank you all for coming. Today's class is a beautiful Bhagavatam by Krishna Bhakayan Vyas. Uh, first canto, fifth chapter, thirteenth verse. After that wonderful kirtan. So, like I said, it's nice to let the tiger out of the cage once in a He just really whips it out there. That's really sweet. <coughs> Ato Tamaha Baga Bhavan Amoga Drik Suchi Shravaha Satya Rato Drita Rata Urupam Uru Prama Uru Prama Syakila Vandha Muktaye Samadhina Sumara Tad Picheshtita Tomaha Bhagavan Mogadrik Sutri Shravaha Satyavato Vritta Vrataha Guru Pramasya Hilavanda Muttaye Sam Samahinas Samahinusmara Padvicheshtitam Atomaha Bhagavan Mogadri Shravaha Sakyurato Vitta Vrataha Samadhina
Srila Vyasadeva and his representatives are pure in thought due to their spiritual enlightenment, fixed in their vows due to their devotional service, and determined to deliver the fallen souls rotting in the material activities. The fallen souls are very eager to receive novel information every day. And the transcendentalists like Vyasadeva or Narada can supply such eager people in general with unlimited news from the spiritual world. In the Bhagavad Gita it is said that the material world is only a part of the whole creation and that this earth is only a fragment of the whole material world. There are thousands and thousands of liter literary men all over the world, and they have created many, many thousands of literary works for the information of people in general for thousands and thousands of years. Unfortunately, none of them have, have, have brought peace and tranquility on the earth. This is due to a spiritual vacuum in those literatures. Therefore, the Vedic literatures, especially the Bhagavad Gita and Srimad Bhagavatam, are specifically recommended to suffering humanity to bring about the desired effect of liberation from the pains of material civilization, which is eating the vital part of human energy. The Bhagavad Gita is the spoken message of the Lord recorded, the Lord himself recorded by Vyasadeva and the Srimad Bhagavatam is the transcendental narration of the activities of the same Lord Krishna, which alone can satisfy hankering desires of the living being for, for eternal peace and liberation from miseries. Srimad Bhagavatam, therefore, is meant for all living beings all over the universe for total liberation from all kinds of material bondage. Such transcendental narrations of the pastimes of the Lord can be described only by liberated souls like Vyasadeva and his bona fide representatives who are completely merged in the transcendental loving service of the Lord. Only to such devotees do the pastimes of the Lord and their transcendental nature become automatically manifest by dint of devotional service. No one else either no no one else can either know or describe the acts of the Lord, even if they speculate on the subject for many, many years. The descriptions of the Bhagavatam are so precise and accurate that whatever has been pre predicted in this great literature about 5,000 years ago is now exactly happening. Therefore, the vision of the author comprehends past, present, and future. Such liberated persons as Vyasadeva are perfect not only by power of vision and wisdom, but also in all reception, in thinking, feeling, and all other sense activities. A liberated person possesses perfect senses, and <clears throat> with perfect senses only can one serve the sense proprietor, Rishikesh, Sri Krishna, the personality of Godhead. Srimad Bhagavatam, therefore, is the perfect description of all perfect personality, the all perfect personality of Godhead by the all perfect personality, Srila Vyasadeva, the compiler of the Vedas. Om.
you know. Uh, My dear sir, are you into yoga? Take this yoga book. This is very nice. Whatever, you know. Another week from we can fill you in on some, some Dr. Paul, <coughs> some good lines that they've come up with to get people's attention. <coughs> Keep in mind, you book distributors, and you book distributors soon to be. Uh, people have an instinct. They have a taste for literature by instinct. <coughs> They're looking for something to read. You know, you give somebody, uh, it, when somebody goes to uh, a doctor's office, you know, the doctor always schedules you. He'll say, be here at 2 o'clock. So you show up at 2 o'clock, you're not going to get in and see him at 2 o'clock. You're going to sit there for half hour, 45 minutes, hour and a half. <clears throat> so they have some useless magazines piled on the table. And they're usually two years old. Time magazine from two years ago or whatever this is. So it's old news. <clears throat> Excuse me. But what do people do? They pick them up and start to read them. It's an instinct. People like to read stuff. They like it. You see? What we're trying to do is to give them something worthwhile. You see? This, this is a single verse here. Uh, and thus you can think of the pastimes of the Lord in trance for the liberation of the people in general. Uh, and free them from all material bondage. So I can give you a book that will occupy your mind for a few minutes or maybe an hour or so, or I can give you a book that can liberate you from material bondage. Now, the unfortunate thing is the average person, many of them, don't realize that they're ready for subjects like this. Liberation. Liberation from material bondage. You know, if you're a book distributor and you're standing out in the lot and people walk by and you say, Sir, excuse me? Yeah. How are you today? How would you like a book that will liberate you from material bondage? They're probably not going to know what you're talking about. I'm not bonded. What are you talking about? What are you, crazy? Security? Really, this guy is a madman. You see? They're not, they're not so much looking for uh, liberation from material bondage. What are they looking for? Yeah, they're looking to gratify these senses. I'm on my way into the store and I'm going to get some goodies. Or I'm on my way out of the store, I just bought some goodies and I'm going to go home and enjoy. You see? So, <laughs> if you're at the mall and people are on their way out with their new clothes or whatever, can't wait to get home and try on my new duds. That's not a good thing. I just want to. Uh, <coughs> when I was in the hospital, my roommate, my roommate was there. He was his wife. His ex wife was shot in the face. And so uh, they asked him what he liked. He said, I'd like some ice cream and mushrooms. That's all I want. He was the only person to describe it. Just give me ice cream and marshmallows. I guess after that, he felt like he had lost face. It's a humble try. <laughs> huh? <laughs> he must have been dropped in a horse. <laughs> so, 
Yeah, he's not, he's not thinking, wow, I was almost killed. I was just shot in the face. I need some, <coughs> excuse me, something to help me come to some realization. I need to get out of material bondage. He's not thinking that. Not thinking that. <coughs> wow, is there, is there something you can tell me about God? Because I just almost went to see God, you know, so I was almost killed. You know, give me ice cream with marshmallows. So, the simple mind is so easily uh, satisfied sometimes, you see. So the duty of the devotee is to stir things up. We need to get them thinking. We need to become expert at getting them thinking. When you're distributing books, you don't have time to stand there and preach. You get the book out. Prophet says, uh, quote, I'm quoting Prophet, what is the use of your two minutes of preaching? Give them the book and get them to go on. You see? Spend that two minutes preaching getting someone else to get a book out. Now, if someone is very interested, you might spend some time with them. Invite them to the temple. You see? Make friends with them. Give them some. Make sure that they know in the book bring them some uh, card or something about us, about Govindas the temple you know, tell them uh, you know, you whet their appetite a little bit tell them to read the book read through the book, whatever and come see us come see us, we're open every day no cover charge come on in you see so best that we don't spend that time out there hey let me tell you about this but to, you know you get the books sailing. Get them all. Get them in as many hands as you possibly can. See? Uh, you might give them a little something, make them, make them curious to read the book. Somehow or other, devise something. Like, wait till you see. Wait till you read this. This is going to knock you over. This is amazing. It's truly amazing. Something like that. Make them think, oh, I need to look through this. Yeah, yeah, just scan it at least and see what you think. Uh, if they scan the book, they're going to find something that's going to attract them. You can't go very far. See. And Prabhupada is demonstrating here in this, the, the expertise of Srila Prabhupada is that he never ceases to amaze. The most incredible writer of all time. The subject matter here is about reading uh, useless books. You know, Dar Muni is telling Srila uh, Vyasadeva that the reason why the reason why you're feeling so unsettled and unsatisfied is because you've given people something that's useless. Because the only useful thing is the subject matter that will uh, take you back to Godhead, that will give you liberation from material bondage. The pastimes of the Lord, you see. Srimad Bhagavatam Bhagavad Gita. <clears throat> and then, as Prabhupada wrote this elaborate purport, just see the writing here. It's entertaining just to read this. Prabhupada makes his point again and again and again throughout this in such an expert way. It's a pleasure to read it, you see. You can see how you can derive pleasure from reading Srimad Bhagavatam. When we're finished with this, when I finished reading this, I heard everyone go, Phew. wow, 
Now, what can you read out there that will make you wow? What is it? Let's see. So, uh, we have this, this literature. It does really, really work. It'll satisfy every desire you have for reading. It's this instinct we have to read stuff. We're curious to read stuff. If, if you're ever around in this literature of some kind laying around, you ever notice you have a tendency to just pick it up and start thumbing through it? People do that, you know? They just start... So we have this instinct here, Prabhupada says. So let's engage this instinct in reading Srimad Bhagavatam. The, the Bhagavatam is so vast and there's so much philosophy uh, included in Srimad Bhagavatam that in our lifetime it's not likely that we're going to memorize every bit of it. You see? And that it becomes old. It's transcendental. It's always going to be sweet anyway. But there's so much of it that uh, we're not going to become bored by reading. You can read it again and again and again. By the time you read it all the way through and start reading it again, it's, you, you'll, you'll get realizations that you've never had before. Bhagavad Gita is like that. You know? I mean, when you, when you think of how many times have you read Bhagavad Gita? Over the years, how many Again and again and again. You, you lose count. And still, it's fresh. It's fresh. You may recognize the verse, you've got a verse memorized, but as you go through the purport, the verse and the purport together, suddenly you get new realizations. And I swear sometimes I've read and I think, I don't, I don't remember this ever being here. When I was in Govardhan one year, uh, several years ago, I spent a month in Govarda with Keshva Bharti Maharaj. And uh, I decided that I was going to read the Bhagavad Gita over and over and over. Chant 32 rounds a day and read the Bhagavad Gita over and over and over and just be in Govarda, you know. Things are easier in Govarda. So, uh, I read the Bhagavad Gita and, this, uh, and then started reading it like a week later again. And I swear I came across things that I, I, I thought, I, that, I don't remember that being there last time I read it. Or ever before. You know, in all these years, reading it again and again, I don't re It's always fresh. What to speak of the Chaitanya Tartamrita and the uh, Srimad Bhagavatam. You know, so, my point is, we have plenty emphasis on plenty to read. You see, we're not needing anything to read. That our instinct to read is taken care of. We're covered. No thank you, I'm good. You know, when we go to the store and we walk past the novel aisle, we don't need the novels. You know. Uh, we read reality. This is real. The pastimes of Krishna are real. We've got the adventure, the uh, heroic uh, episodes of Krishna's pastimes. We've got everything that they try to stick into the, the novels. We've got love stories, heroism, you name it. Adventure, uh, everything. It's there at our fingertips. So, we need to spend whatever spare time we have, read. When you get a moment or two, read. I really like these new uh, 
uh, iPads and things like the, the Kindle. And, because you can take all of Prabhupada's books and put them in some little thing and carry them with you, the whole thing. And I can do that in my computer, but it's different when you have, you have to you have to fire the computer up and wait for it to load and do this whole thing. And it's kind of bigger. But these smaller apparatuses for reading are really appealing. I'm, I'm going to get one. Because to have Prabhupada's books with you, always. I mean, it's, it's rare that we get just, that, that we have time anyway. <clears throat> When's the last time you had some just time on your hands, Father Sanami? Huh? Okay. <laughs> I pray that you get it. But, uh, you know, it's rare that we have that time. But if you do, it's nice to, to be able to reach in your pocket and pull out something you can read Prabhupada's books. I think that's very, uh, very good idea. So I'm going to see if it's practical you know, to, to carry around. You have it with me in my van and places like that. So, but at least um, the devotee should be dedicated to reading as much as possible. Hmm? You read it, it goes in your ears. So whatever you put in your head, ultimately, if you put enough of it in, it'll start to come out of your mouth. You know? It'll start to talk about it. You see? Now, remember, if you put garbage in your head, then garbage will come out of your mouth. You'll start talking about the latest uh, uh, conspiracy theory, you know, or whatever. Uh, I don't know about you. Uh, I, I think I do. I don't think we have time to discuss those things. You see, like if you get time, you can read Srimad Bhagavatam or discuss Krishna's pastimes. Do we really have time to go into this? subject matter that a lot of people like to talk about. I mean, I'm amazed at the number of devotees that like to talk about the, the Illuminati and all the stuff that's going on. What is it? What, what good does that do you? You know, if you listen to it, you've done, now it's in your head. Now your head's contaminated. You see? And now sooner or later, you're going to be telling it to somebody. Oh, Somebody will say something that will remind you, yeah, yeah, so-and-so Prabhu, he was telling me that the Illuminati wanted to enslave us all and control all the blah, 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 bark, 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 meow, 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 useless, useless. Why are we not concerned? Because Krishna is in control. Krishna is our protector. He will always take care of us. We are not the slightest bit concerned what these fools do. We can't really turn it around anyway. We can distribute books. We can make devotees. We can give people information on how to go back to Godhead. Whatever is going to go on, whatever conspiracies are going to happen in the world, they're going to be there. There have always been conspiracies. And there always will be. That doesn't affect us. We still have our mission. Our mission is to make as many devotees as we possibly can. You see. And the fulfillment of people's interest is like Vyasadeva. He's not feeling fulfilled because he's compiled all this literature 
and now he feels a void. And it's because he hasn't covered the pastimes of the Lord. He hasn't glorified the Lord. But he's covered everything else. You see? So, I mean, this, this is pretty clear. You know? What makes us think that, well, Yasadev, he didn't get satisfied. But I will. I can read some trashy literatures and useful stuff. And I'll be satisfied. You know, I can do it. Just because nobody else has been able to do it doesn't mean I can't do it. <laughs> so, uh, we have to keep this in mind. We read as much as we can, distribute as much as we can, and get as many people to start chanting Hare Krishna and coming to associate with us as we possibly can. Uh, are there any questions or, or comments at this point? Yes, no, please. Two Basically, uh, <clears throat> to fully understand the whole concept of Srimad Bhagavatam is, is over our head. For instance, Prophet says in the fifth canto, when he starts to describe the planetary system, you, you will not understand. But still, you should read it. You know, to, uh, to understand how that, when you read it, to picture the universe. It's just over our heads, kind of fries our brain. Still, we should read it. So, therefore, Prabhupada wanted this planetarium, this temple of Vedic planetarium, so that <clears throat> somehow or other this could come together. And if you see it, to, to read it and visualize it is very difficult. But when you see it and then read it, <clears throat> then you can get a better concept of it. So, yeah, it's. Uh, it's not chronological, and for that reason, you don't have to read it through. You don't have to start in the first chapter and go all the way through. It's not really necessary. We shouldn't jump to the tenth canto and start reading tenth canto. But anytime you can pick any any Bhagavatam off the shelf, just take any one, open it up, and read. You know, what if you open to this verse here? That 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 purport alone is. That'll give you the entertainment that you want. It'll give you the spiritual upliftment that you that you're seeking. You see? So no matter where you open, it's kind of fun to do that. However, it's also very much fun to start at the beginning and read all the way through. That's also very nice. But you're not limited to that. You can just read a verse or two or a chapter. You see? And it, 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 each verse is separate in and of itself and has its own message. You don't need the whole chapter. It doesn't have to be in sequence. Yes, Dr. Paul? Do you have a recommendation for what you should share? 
first get get familiar, and I mean familiar, with Bhagavad Gita before you read anything else. That means, oh, so-and-so Prabhu's got this new book, and oh, this is the Bhakta Handbook. Before you do anything, get familiar with Bhagavad Gita. Get to understand it. So then you can move on to other other first get into Bhagavad Gita. That'll help your preaching more than anything. Okay, that'll get you started. And then move into Bhagavad Bhagavatam. Go through the Bhagavatam. At that time you can read a, a Bhakti handbook or something. There are many nice books there to, to help. But in the beginning, focus on Bhagavad Gita. That gives you the, the philosophy. It gives you an understanding of who we are and what we're all about. What does Krishna want? It, it really gives you everything. It's in a concise form. So once you've digested the Bhagavad Gita, then as you read Srimad Bhagavatam, then you, you're getting the philosophy played. It's, it's spread out. And each part of it is focused on it. You see? So it's like... Uh, it's like a treat after you read the, the, the Bhagavad Gita. That's what I want to do. <clears throat> yes, Mother? Um, can you encourage us a little bit? Like, you've been here now for a month, so we're like kind of used to you being here. And a lot of times the devotees will say, when I saw this program, it's Jivananda Kuru going, Jivananda Kuru going, and he's going and not going, and then you're gone, and then there's no. Oh. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, well, that's a really good point. Thank you for reminding because I was thinking about that again and again. I keep forgetting it. <laughs> so, that's why we need each other to help to help fill in the blanks that we each forget. But yeah. Um, it's sad to think. You know, I've always thought that uh, this is the way you guys are. This is the way the temple is, you know. And uh, so when I'm gone, I'm picturing the temple vibrant and everybody's here. And, you know, I think, wow, all this energy and everybody's eager to serve. But then I hear that, well, no, it kind of winds down a little bit. And I think, well, that's not good. You know? uh, why can't it be like this? Why can't it be like all of us given? That's this is my picture of the temple. I, I don't want to imagine the temple when it's not, when people aren't enthusiastic. You know, we shouldn't say, "Well, I, I'm going to, I'll go if so and so is going." Uh, no, we each have a duty to be the association. You know, you may say, "Well, I don't want to go to this event because there's not much association." You go and you be this the association. That was my order. When I even when I was a bhakta before I was a, you go be the association. You know. We didn't say, well who's gonna be bhakta? You're gonna be there. <laughs> you go be the association. Be the association for others. You know. Um, and some people complain. Oh well, there's not much. I don't know if I'll go because it's not going to. There's not going to be much going on. You know, we need to change. 
You know, Gandhi says, be the change that you want to see in the world. Be it yourself. You do it. If we just talk about it, it won't happen. Then we're just like a bunch of old poets and we're all talking. Useless. You see? No. Do it. If you have a concept in your mind that, boy, what this temple needs is this, man, don't let it, don't let us get in your way, right, Mother Sudami? Please. I, I know I'm, I'm big, but I'll move out of your way. Then do it. Uh, love ideas. Ideas are so sweet. Action is really a lot better. You know? It, isn't it better? You know, like uh, when you see somebody and they've done something fantastic, and you say, wait, wow. What did you do? Well, this was some idea that I had. I said, well, that's fantastic. Rather than a complaint or an idea. I have an idea. Oh, okay, that's great. And then another idea. And then another idea. No, no. Action. Do the action. That'll get attention. Wow, what did you do? When did you get that idea? Then I want I want to hear this idea. Tell me all about this concept. We have a complaint. First of all, come up with a, with a solution. If you have a complaint, if something's not up to your standard, then how should it be? You see? Develop a solution. I've seen that. I've seen expert devotees do like that. When I was temple president years ago in Dallas, uh, we had some uh, very, some older Prabhupada disciples were there. Abhi Ram Prabhu was there. Abhirapagu had a lot of personal training by Srila Prabhupada. So he was a good example. So he came to me one day, came to my office and he had, uh, he said, do you have some, do you have a few minutes? And I said, well, sure, Prabhu, we'll see, you know. He said, I'd like to talk, he said, uh, I'd like to get your opinion on something. Like, people follow what an expert does. Someone trained by Prabhupada personally. I'd like to get your opinion on something. Oh, what's that? I've got this concept that for serve-out, when we serve-out, rather than having people crowd around the table and kind of help themselves, if, if, if we could, like we were taught in India, if we could all just get them to sit down. I already have three people that have volunteered to help me do this, if, if you approve. Just get them to sit down, and you'll serve them out. They'll go quicker, and it'll be much better. What do you think? And he said, well, that sounds wonderful. Make it happen. Great, you know. He didn't come in and say, well, it comes time for prasadam. Everybody's crowding around and it's this and that. Boo, boo, boo. He didn't even complain. He didn't even say, we have a problem. He came in and asked me if we could do something different. Where was the complaint? It didn't take place. There was no complaint. There was a solution. And it had already been examined and thought through, not just something emotional, but, you know, we ought to do more of this around here. If we ought to do more of this around here, do more of this around here. Don't let us get in your way. If we're in your way, I'm speaking for others and Dominique, if we're in your way, you have our permission, push us aside. Give us a shove to get, to get us out of your way. 
do it. And don't let things, please, don't let things slow down. You know, that's that's uh, that's not pleasing to Shula Prabhupada. It's not pleasing to Mother Sundarman. It's not pleasing to me. It's not pleasing to you to let things slow down. Anything, if, if anything, uh, increase. You should increase. You know, people say, oh, when you come, you give energy. All right, then where's the energy when I'm gone? You know, keep it spinning. Keep it going. Increase. So it should be better if, if that's true. I'm not saying it is, but if, if what people tell me is true, that it should be more energetic when I leave than it was before I came. Am I making sense? I mean, this, this is just logic to me. So, uh, let's kick it up a notch. We should always do that with ourselves. Kick it up. Who used to say that? There was a cook that used to say that. Uh, famous cook. Yeah. yeah. <clears throat> when he would add the cayenne, he would say, no, you've got to kick it up a notch. So, huh? Yeah. Bam. So, bam. Bam it, you know. Kick it up a notch. We should do that to ourselves. You know, I try to do that to myself from time to time. Sometimes uh, I'll find myself feeling a little complacent. I'll say, look, you know, we're going to do this. We're going to do more of this and more of this and more of that. Us. That's it. That's it. We're going to raise the bar. We're going to kick it up a notch. You know, we have to do that to ourselves because we want to make advancement in Christian consciousness. You see? None of us wants to stay complacent. We don't want to stay... I mean, picture, do you want to stay right where you are right now in your Krishna consciousness? If you could just freeze it right now, is this enough? You got enough? No. We want more, right? So, kick it up a notch. And don't let your mind say, oh, well, this people have this problem. No, no, we're going to do it. We're going we're gonna to read more. We're going we're gonna to preach more. We're going to think of more um, ways to preach. We're going to attend the, the programs. And we're going we're gonna to wind this temple up and make it happen. We're going to promote the restaurant. We want to see that someday it will be impossible to find somebody in Tucson that's never heard of Govindas. And then we want, we want to make it impossible to find somebody in Tucson that's never been to Govindas. You see what I mean? It should really just really confuse me. It confuses me. And how is it that we're here? We've got this great restaurant. I mean, this is really fantastic. We all love it, don't we? This is fabulous. How is it that there are people in this town that have never heard of us? Because it's so great. Well, because we're not telling enough people. <clears throat> you know, I don't know. Uh, we should spend more time thinking, how can we promote this, this community? The restaurant, especially, and the community that's attached to it. We need to get them. We need to get them to Sunday Feast. We need to get them to programs. If we're not coming to programs, if we don't go to home programs or organize home programs, how can we expect the following conditioned souls to show up? 
else. I mean, what are we going to do? It maybe we're going to appear through uh, a, a Skype tele uh, teleconference. You know, we let the fallen conditioned souls show up, and one of us, instead of going to the program, will Skype it. You know, no. If we if we if we want to get people to be eager and assertive to come here, then we've got to be eager. You see? And if we show up, all of us, together, and nobody else shows up, well, that's pretty nice. It's just all of us family right now. And this is nice, isn't it? This is sweet. So, even if the non-devotees don't come, we have each other. But if we uh, associate together and promote together, we'll get them to come. It's just like some temples I go to, I'm not going to mention any names. I really want to, but I'm not, not going to. I notice that the devotees don't go to Sunday feast. One, two. You know, a huge temple. It's like just a few devotees there. And you think you can think of like 30 people that, that live like right there. They're not a Sunday feast. And you think, why? I mean, Sri Prabhupada started this out, the Sunday feast program. The Sunday love feast was a treat for us and for everybody that came. It was like, nobody would miss the Sunday feast. You see? So it should be that way with every program. If there's a program, unless you have service that would that you would leave a great void if you abandon. You don't want to abandon your service. But if you can possibly do it, be part of it. You see. Always have the the the, um, the scope of what we're doing here it should always be too big for us to handle. Just barely. We can just barely make it happen. You see. We need to do like that. I have a tendency to overplan things, you know, because I feel like if I'm not doing something, then I'm, it's like an offense to Sri Prabhupada, you know. I don't, uh, I can't remember the last time, I mean, I really can't remember the last time that I was just like, wow, what am I going to do? What am I going to do today? You know, it's always more than I get done. It's a struggle to get done what I need to do, meet with the people that I need to, and to return the phone calls that I have to, to return the emails that I have to. And now the texts, the texts are coming in. There's always text. So much communication, preaching. There's so much to do, you see. And that's good. I'm not complaining. I'm glad, you see. So we should all have... We should have a full day, every day. I mean, you're going to have to rest once in a while, okay? Emphasis on once in a while. It's like we're hoping Mother Sadamani can get some, some time today. And all of us need that from time to time. Monday's probably a good day to catch up on a lot of things for the restaurant close. But uh, the rest of the time, push yourself as much as you can. You'll, you'll love the taste. You'll hate the taste of not having a lot to do in Christian service. You will not like that. I promise you, you will not like it. Because 
your mind will fill itself with some other kind of nonsense activity if you're not doing devotional service. <coughs> so, does that make any sense? Any more questions? Comments? So don't let it run, wind down. I wasn't aware of it when I left that things got that way, so please don't. I, I beg you, please don't allow that. Keep it, keep it going. Keep it vibrant. And that way, every time we get together, it'll be more and more vibrant. And we'll be bringing more and more people here. And work together with, uh, with one another with uh, respect. Prophet said, with love and trust. You can't have love and trust without respect. You can't have respect for one another. You know, look after each other. You see? We've got to provide that. Uh, and we can. We can provide a community that the whole world would want to live in. But before we attract people here, we need a working model. People need to come here and see how you relate with you and with you. And they say, wow, I really like the love that these people have for one another. I'd like to be part of this. I want to be like them. You know? Not like, well, you know, I read the book, and I don't see anything in this book in the way you guys are behaving. Don't let that happen. No quarrels or anything. It's nothing. If you have problems like that, if you see problems, make them go away. Live happy and harmonious, and you will attract other people to do the same. Very simple. So, all right. Thank you all so much. All glories to Shiva Prabhupada. <coughs>